Hello, I'm Eagle, Eagle Gardens, Eagle Gardens 1 on Instagram, and this is Fucking Talking Shit with Eagle, episode 614. Hopefully you guys have had a great Sunday. I've got a great guest for you this evening. You will find him on IG as Big Big Nose Genetics. Sorry about that. Uh, You want to tell us how you're doing, and of course, maybe again once more, uh, where they can find you, my friend. Hey guys, this is Big Nose Genetics. As my man Eagle here said, uh, it's my first time on a little live like this. I'm a little nervous, but hey, the nervousness will go away. Um, I'm from New York and I'm a small batch grower and it's just my passion to grow this beautiful plant. So yeah, I'm excited to be here. Right on. A lot of great growers in there. It's a, it's a good place to be right now is in new york with the way things are just kind of budding there uh i like to call them the can the cowboy days of cannabis i believe you you guys are still going through there so cheers to you and i hope that uh right off the bat much success uh there in new york yeah i know new york was one of the first people to start farming hemp way back in the day and now it's starting to happen again, but I don't know why it ever stopped. It was so beautiful. <laughs> a lot of weird things going on, but now it's legal and I just want to do things the right way and do them legal. And it's the most beautiful thing I honestly think. Yeah. I just want people to experience so we- organic medicine. <laughs> That's the best way. That is the best way. So I start this thing off right where I usually do uh, right in the beginning. When did you fall in love with this plant or uh, when did you initially come across? When was the first time you used? You had to start your journey somewhere. We might as well start it there. So I want to say the first time was in like high school, like 10th grade. I smoked this beautiful plant and I got an abundance of giggles and munchies and I was like wow this is amazing and I I didn't really it wasn't like a lot of smoking but it was like once in a while it just me and my friends would be walking in the woods and smoke some weed and just laugh and ride our bikes and do whatever we did when we were kids and it was pretty cool and uh the first time it was a pretty cool experience so it's a good friend he's not alive anymore but I always remember when I smoke weed sometimes, like the first time I smoked weed was with this kid, Gavin, and we would ride BMX bikes all the time. And it's a pretty good experience. We smoked weed behind a supermarket on a, like by a dumpster. And it was like, we thought we were a badass at the time, man. <laughs> but it was so funny. It's like 10, 12 years, 15 years ago almost. So it's a pretty good memory. I guess my first time, but uh, oh, now yeah. I do it more medically because I, I am a veteran and I have some pain conditions that it really does help with. And I'd rather smoke weed than do any type of pills, honestly. I'm super glad to hear that. I'm not a fan of Big Pharma in any kind of way. I, I kind of see it to just be like a hamster wheel. Yeah, never getting better, but 
constantly running or trying to, you know what I mean? So yeah. you can heal yourself with this amazing plant. Hell yeah, I'm all about that. Congratulations. Yeah, beautiful thing. <laughs> yeah, it's really so amazing. I guess. <laughs> Sorry. Sorry. The, the, the delay is a little little bad this evening. Um, so I guess from the first time, kind of work ourselves forward here. Uh, would you say it was a once in a while thing? Uh, how often did it did it happen? You know, after that first time. Uh, well, in high school, it it was like after that first experience, it kind of led me into trying it more. And uh, I hung out with people who were like selling it or whatever. And then I just started smoking more. I became like a little stoner and it was pretty cool. And I, as I got older, I learned the medicinal values of the plant and how sacred of a plant it actually is. So I actually respect the plant now and I grow it with love. It's my passion. So it's like, I'm more connected with the plant and I when I grow the weed and I smoke it I feel like it's giving me the high that my body needs because I grew the plant with love you know it's like a hard it's hard to explain but a lot of growers don't really I guess grasp that like spirituality type thing oh for sure I think uh, that's that's where I think you may be wrong uh, uh, to be honest with you, but I don't want to, I don't like to say that, but uh, well, I, well, I, I don't want to put words in their mouth. So we'll just kind of lead on and we'll talk about that when we get there. So at one point, um, as you know, you move forward, uh, did you kind of realize, was it before or after, uh, the Navy, the service there actually kind of the medicinal side of things of the, of the plan? Well, it was definitely after the Navy because during the Navy, I had encountered a knee condition. I was uh, running to one of, I was on duty on the boat. We were on a, on our, I think it was our first deployment in the Mediterranean Sea. I was on the USS Mason for four years and it was a very beautiful experience. But on my second deployment, I saw some combat, but not to stray away from the story. On the first deployment, I was running on the ship and we were doing some uh, high speed maneuvers and I was running and slammed my knee into this metal beam on the side of the ship while I was running and it hurt really bad and it actually fractured my knee a little bit. So I don't think it's ever healed properly because I didn't want to get surgery on it, but um, I couldn't run as good as I used to. So once I got out of the Navy, I went back to smoking and I was able to run again and I, I barely felt any pain, which was a miracle to me. So I'll go on a jog once in a while and it's not really that, I guess, life changing, but it's the fact that I'm able to do these things is just amazing. And like normally it just hurts just moving my leg. So when I'm smoking, it helps so much with this pain. But at this point, I just kind of want to stop and, you know, thank you for your service. I both uh, respect 
your you know your time and uh, all that uh, for protecting our country. So I have much respect for you and thank you for your service from you know, right off the bat. Um, but moving forth there, um, I, I again I did you was it an alternative? I mean, what did you what did they try to offer you the pharmaceutical side of things or? Because yeah. that's one of the things that I, I really think that's messed up about this whole system is I really believe that the vets should be offered first and foremost cannabis, not necessarily because a lot of times uh, vets are worried about losing benefits if they try cannabis. You know what I mean? So did they make you go through the, the hoops before you said enough's enough? Yes, they for about a year and a half before I was getting discharged, it was a year like I started this process with my knee pain, uh, approximately like a year and a half before I was being discharged, and they were sending me to physical therapy, and I was like, it just hurts bending my knee, and it, it it's a grinding and a cracking of like the bone, I guess it's rubbing, and they were like, all right, we're going to put you on painkillers. This is a, it's like a 20 milligram. And I was like, really not into the, the whole pill thing. And it was all I had. So I, I tried it and it, it worked a little bit, but the pain was still there. And um, it just wasn't for me, the pills would make me nauseous or not want to eat. And I just didn't enjoy that feeling. And it just made me feel like I wasn't there. So I decided that I didn't even want to take the medicine, but I told them I was taking it and it wasn't really helping. So I didn't really get far with the whole treatment that they were giving me. And I, I do wish that there was a way the military would allow cannabis use when you're not on duty, because that would have helped me with my pain, you know, on weekends or when I wasn't working, it would have helped a lot more than taking a painkiller <laughs> the VA is pretty and, uh, and like I said it's it's kind of shitty that it's an easy either or type situation for you know most when they come back because I believe wholeheartedly that cannabis is an, a better alternative to what they're offering. Even like you said, even in service, it seems like they would want you a little more clear headed than a lot of, you know, what the other medications can offer. You know, so. Yeah. And people, I, I mean, I don't, everyone has different prescriptions and everything. There was people on Xanax, Vicodin, whatever they had to take, they, they took it on a daily basis if they were prescribed it. And, I imagine someone having a little bit of, you know, marijuana would be a little more clear headed because I could function perfectly fine. And I'm not a lazy stoner. I go to the gym every day and get my workout in for an hour, sometimes too, if I have the time and I'm able to function and do all the chores and tasks I got to do throughout the day. So it's kind of a bad stereotype they give us uh, weed smokers. <laughs> So at this point, is it cannabis in general, or is it kind of strain specific that you find that is working for your pain? I really love 
hybrids because you get the both uh the best of both worlds you get that um energized feeling when you need it and if you have the pain it also helps with the pain but sometimes at night i really do like a strong indica so i'm not feeling my back pain or knee pain and i could just relax and pass out within 30 minutes that's like my ideal nighttime strain and then uh i grow a bunch of different ones i got hybrids uh that are mostly sativa dominant so when i want to conquer the day i could just smoke a sativa and be full of energy and that's what i enjoy i'm just a big ball of energy over here in new york so uh but yeah i i do enjoy all types of weeds some of them are way too strong for me and i've had some like i don't know what it was maybe biscotti or runs something it's like 34 percent and i was like holy cow but um i'm more or less just like i enjoy growing it at home and it's not as potent but it's very good medicinal properties and uh it does the job for me at what point did uh when and why did you start growing was it the lack of being able to find quality medicine or find it at all uh what made you turn that corner? So the reason I started growing was because I just put a seed in the ground like a few years ago. And well, actually, I started growing in like 11th or 12th grade in my mom's house. And it was in a closet in my bedroom. And my mom caught me because one day when I was in school, I had a I had a blanket over a lamp and it wasn't the smartest thing. And it started burning. And she was like, what's the smell? She went into my room and found my little weed grow. I was doing two, two regs plants. I found seeds and stems. And that's when I got in trouble for weed. I was like, oh my God, it's, it's like not that serious. But I was a kid and she was like, you can't do this. It's illegal and all this stuff. And then um, I started growing outdoors the past few years. And I, I've been practicing and practicing. And... I learned that I really love using marijuana because it works and it's just so beautiful to watch grow. And see, this is where I got that. This is where I guess I agree and disagree. You know what I mean? From what I said earlier, because I think realistically the cultivation side of cannabis is the most impactful and most medicinal side of cannabis, to be honest. Yeah, with you. it's very therapeutic. Uh, yeah, it is. So that's what I think. That's why I had to disagree because I honestly think once people, you know, I people can use it for medicine and you know find the value in it, but it is yeah. until people trying to actually grow the plant that they come with a new respect for it and find that that value in it that you know that that bond with it that you were talking about there yeah so that i think a lot of people do have it you know what i mean but i don't think it is until they actually start growing in that first crop to be honest with you that everything changes yeah, it takes a few grows because the first crop I grew, it was like 
really leafy and I harvested it early. I was like, oh my God, I'm so excited. I see some buds. So I, I cut a plant down, but I think it was like 40 days too early. And um, I really started falling in love with it because every plant has different needs. And it's like, it's different than going to the drugstore and like, oh, I need, you know, my pills. And being outside with these plants, you, you see one's growing a little faster or if you want to top a plant to get more branches, it's like so cool to just be able to play with these plants and get rid of stress at the same time you're in your garden and it's like it gives you something to do you know keeps you busy it is most definitely a zen place that's for sure and one of the other things i'd like to point out about the, the cultivation side of things is especially when you're using it as a medicine uh, you're already struggling to, you know, your everyday life, get by in your everyday life. And one of the hardest things about being sick or in some cases handicapped is that I can't, you know, I can't not being able to do things that in itself, the word I find to be very crippling. But on the other foot, the I can, you know what I mean? side of things is very 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 powerful and once you get through that first cycle or two and you realize that you are cultivating your own medicine that's uh you know that i can and i you know what i mean that i can is super strong i think that's a big additive uh side of cultivation yeah so i i think it definitely if there was a way i could have the ability to have 50 acres and employ veterans with PTSD or something, that would be one of my dreams. But that I think that's a few years from now. I have a few goals in mind. I want to help people. I want to heal people. I want to do yoga and meditation. I want to learn all this stuff so I could offer like uh, it, gardening should be like it should be legal to grow this plant. You know, I don't know why the Fed is so hard on people when God simply put it here for a reason. And it does help people. There's people with much worse conditions than me. I just have a minor back pain and a knee condition. And there are people who really do need this medicine and their insurance doesn't even cover it. So it's pretty sick, honestly, when I should cover it because it's medicine. I agree totally agree so uh what were the what are some of the strains that you started growing uh when you picked things back again up again want to tell me did you start back outdoors pick back up yeah. indoors yeah so right now i got um so we're allowed to grow 12 plants legally per household here in the state of new york and uh i got so far i got like eight going i have I just harvested the creme brulee, which is an indica dominant uh, cultivar. And it's pretty good. It smells great. It smells like coffee, it tastes good. And it, it puts me asleep in like 30 minutes if I want to go to bed, which is awesome. And it, it makes me feel pretty heavy and relaxed. So I like that for nighttime. And I got 
a bunch of other strains going right now. I have one more in the tent. It's called the Yaberry. It's a apricot jelly with gelato dream. So it's supposedly 70% sativa. And the blue dream, I imagine, is why it's mostly sativa. So it should be a nice head high and then fade to a body relaxation, which is pretty enjoyable for me. And um, I got so many other strains. I got GMO mixed with strawberry banana. I got peach tree by Perfect Tree Seeds. And then I also have their Capri Sun going. So that's going to be some fruity terps. And I have chocolate haze going by Amnesia Seeds. I have a few more. I got... um. So I have so many seeds I just got in the mail because one of my really good buddies, he sent me over a pack because I lost my seeds when I was moving back and forth from Oregon. So I'm just thinking of what I germinated. He sent me over a seed. Um, it's like blueberry sherbet mixed with Aussie Kush. And me and him collabed on the name and called it Blue Kangaroo Poo. So that's pretty cool. And I'm happy that we came up with that funny name because it's good when you get to network with people. I really like that. And come together as a community. So <laughs> it's a lot of fun. Oh, the cannabis community is huge, man. Uh, I think they've been in, very impactful in my life. And I think they're very impactful in a lot of others too. So I think it's pretty cool that you involving the community right out the bat. So yeah. <laughs> yeah, I always reach out. I, I tell I like people's pictures and tell them you're doing great, you know. And if they don't know what they're doing, I'm like, maybe, you know, I see people harvesting their plants that are like full of green life and it looks like they still have nutrients. I tell them maybe next time flush it out a little and let it rock for another week or two. And I like when people, you know, maybe criticize my grows because someone commented, oh, you're giving too many nutrients. And then I realized I was. So it helped me out when someone came at me a little bit. And that's what I like about the cannabis community. Some people have more knowledge than me. I'm not the most knowledgeable. I didn't read a lot of books, but I just learned by doing and by touching these plants and working with them every day. And it's all about like experience, I guess. So the more you, the more you do, the more you learn. And I'm trying to stay away from nutrients because it's not organic in real life. So it's just hard. It works so good with them. That's one thing too, man. Uh... You, you definitely find your place in the garden once you kind of open up that organic store. Uh, you find a whole new respect for the plant as well. So from the beginning, organics or just dipping your feet into? Uh, what was that? From the beginning, have, have you uh, been growing with uh, organics or you just kind of dipping your feet into well I mean I, ever since I started growing my first grow I used miracle grow soil which 
I, I didn't know was bad. And then I learned that it has a slow release chemical or a nutrient system. And it is, in fact, I guess, bad because it could end up in the buds you smoke. So I learned that sometimes cocoa and soil blend is a little better. So right now I'm using a cocoa core and uh, soil potting mix by Fox Farms, which I like using because I see rapid vegetative growth with it. And outdoors, I had a plant that was 20 days old. It grew to five feet tall in like 25 days. So I was like, this is pretty spectacular stuff. So I like running their soil and cocoa mix. That's what I see success with. And sometimes I like doing auto flowers because they're so easy and low maintenance. And you can get a good yield. I got almost four ounces off my cream brulee. And that was in a time period of four months. And it was pretty easy. I just had to water it, tell it I loved it, and you know, watch her bloom. So how's the consistency with the autos have you run? Have you run the, the same strain multiple times and found the quality to be the same? Or is it kind of like regular cannabis seeds where there's a little bit of variety? You know, this one wasn't so yeah. uh, you know, what's your What's your experience been with this? So I've had ran a bunch of auto flowers, but never had a successful grow with one out i usually do outdoors this is my first year ever doing indoors so i got some buds that maybe i'll put it on the camera i don't know if it's going to pick it up but it came out pretty spectacular and outdoors i've had nothing but issues with my autos that i did run i had like mold that it was like seeding up or like uh, i don't know what it was it was just an issue with the genetics so then I realized you got to pay, I guess, a little more for the better seeds or make better connections for feminized seeds so you don't have any issues. So I like running photo period strains as well because the autos are great if you're on a time budget and you just need a big harvest quick. That's like the best bang for your buck is autoflower. But I like photo period because I could play God and just control the light in the tent. So. That's what I really like. And they smell better. They smoke better, I think. And they don't have that ruderalis in them. I like the photo period myself just for the fact that it, once you do find that winner, that you can keep it potentially for the rest of you know your life. Uh, yeah. And that's, well, that's the plus and minuses i guess of using cannabis for the medicine is you know i guess that golden ticket probably is out there for you you just have to hunt for it you know what i'm saying uh so yeah once you do find it uh, hopefully you are running a regular so you don't have to <laughs> well, go through the hunt last year i found my favorite strain i ever smoked in my life and i can't find it anywhere it was called skunkberry, and it was a very, very beautiful blueberry-scented weed, and it was like crystally bluish green, and it the high it gave me was like the most amazing uh, medical high I've ever gotten from marijuana, and 
I was laughing at everything. Me and my friends were driving around. It was just, everything was so funny. Colors were like more vivid. It was like insane. I'm like, I didn't know we could do that. And it made my whole body like felt like I was floating. So I'm trying to find Skunkberry again. And I would love to run it if I could ever get my hands on it. It like literally could change lives that strain, I feel like. Hopefully my... somebody here is uh can point you in the direction or has a few they can send your way. That's one yeah, thing no I've problem. noticed here about the community lately, man. Uh they they've been very generous with strains and passing seeds and shit like that uh the last few years. Really heart touching to be honest with. Yeah, people are very friendly and you know, if someone's willing to send me even one seed, I'll, I'll show so much love and I'll grow it and I'll take pictures and tag them in it. Like I got my buddy, uh, Memphis, that he sent me some seeds. So I'm going to, you know, tag him as the, his plant that he gave me is growing. I'm going to post it and be like, yo, my boy gave me these seeds. They're doing great. And like just update him on it because he's he's can't wait. I have a heart shaped garden that I'm doing this year. So I just want to dedicate my love to weed and, you know, just put it in a heart-shaped garden, I guess. You know, I just had an idea. I'm like, let me do it. I just, I like doing things differently a little bit. Very artistic. I think it's I cool. Say. I think it's cool. Thank nice, you. nice. You ever thought about at some point kind of manipulating the plant and training it into... You know something not necessarily bonsai but you can you know make shapes yeah. or whatever you know train it into something as it goes yeah so one of my plants i was training i like tucked all the branches under and it's outside now so it doesn't have the the strings pulling them down so i had to cut them and now it's just growing normal but i, I had the branches tucked under each other and they were like starting to grow upwards and it looked like a little can of bonsai. It was pretty cool. And I wish I could keep it going. Maybe outdoors tomorrow when I got some time after work and everything, I'll get out there and, you know, play, give it low stress training. Because it'd be cool to have like a big 10 foot tall plant with all these branches wrapped around each other with huge buds on them at the end of the harvest. <laughs> it would look pretty cool. I think at that point I would gently harvest it and try to leave as much of the heart, the carcass so I could, you know, spray it with lacquer or some shit and try to save it. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and people put their plants, like their most beautiful ones, in like, like I guess a lacquer. They harden it up and put it in like a, it looks like it's just preserved, which is pretty cool. So uh, who are some of your favorite uh, breeders currently? Uh, what are some of your favorite strains that you've found so, right now? I'm from New York. I really don't have a favorite breeder right now, but I do like, I just started Soulfire Gardens and I like their orange cannoli strain. I want to, I want to grow that. I'm growing a Jesus OG and I want to cross it with holy, uh, 
with the uh, orange cannoli and I'm going to make my first drink called Holy Cannoli. And that's my dream. I just want to make something cool. I wanted kosher kush because I'm Jewish and I wanted to call it, the, you know, the Holy Cannoli only for that reason. <laughs> but Jesus OG will work. He's a good dude and he, he has his own strain. So it's pretty cool. I'm excited to make okay, it. Yeah. <laughs> Sounds like a winner, man. Sounds like a winner. Good name, too. Another good name. I, I can dig it. The holy cannoli, it should taste good. It should get you really lifted. And I just want a weed that makes people happy when they smoke it. That's my goal, is to like send happiness through flour, <laughs> through nugs. Or like whatever they use, if you make lotion from it or pills, whatever, however you consume the cannabis, I want it to just, when people consume it, to just feel better and like happy. That's my end result. There's a lot of people are stressed out, I guess. Life is kind of hard now <laughs> with what's going on, but everything's getting better. I, I look for the... I look at the future and not like right now. I can definitely appreciate that 100% as well. Oh, I still, I dig, I very much dig the Holy Cannoli. It's a, a very catchy name as well. I like it. My friend's coming up with, he, he just created his own strains. He's making some crazy names. I'm like, bro, those are like so inappropriate. But it's like people think it's catchy, I guess. And I'm like, so he made um New York Thunder Cakes or something. It was like a Alaskan Thunderfuck mixed with um London Pound Cakes. So he's calling it New York Pound something. I forgot. New York Pound Cake, New York Thunder Cake. I think, I don't know. I was like, all right, cool. But um, I don't know what kind of strains they are. I didn't see both of them growing, so I don't know if they're going to be, like, compatible. Or I try to go along the lineage and look at the lineage of the strains so I could put two things together that are kind of compatible because you don't want to have two extremes and smoke them and be all crazy. It's a lot of different effects. But I smoke so much different strains. I feel like mostly they do the same thing. Some make you laugh, some make you hungry, some make you sad, and uh, some relieve pain really well. So I'm trying to find the best of all of them. I want to like travel the world and go to Colombia and check out their um, land race trains. So I got a lot of things on my bucket list that I got to start doing because <laughs> I want to, I guess, pheno hunt. That's my thing. So uh, how do you find, how do you use that works best for, for your paint? To be honest with you, do you find the edibles work best, lotions? just smoking uh what works best for you so i'll put like a little bit of lotion on my knee and it'll basically 
give a warming sensation and like a it'll as if make them the cartilage that's normally grinding it makes it feel as if it's not and it's like just like a little less you know and then i don't really feel it because the thc is doing its thing and it works very well and i'll smoke uh the the weed helps for like that body high and it really gets rid of the pain i'd rather smoke than do any sort of pills um only for personal preference i don't have any negative things to say about people who do consume medicine pills but um you know everyone does what works for them and if people find out that weed works and that makes me happy you know i i just want to help people try things out So do you prefer the indoors or outdoors? Uh, you've had a little bit of experience with both. Uh, do you prefer the control of the indoors? Do you prefer the the outdoor sun? The, the quality is debatable. <laughs> you know, <laughs> there's yeah, each on that fence. The quality difference is, the I guess, the density of the nugs. But out, outdoors I like. But last year we had some really wacky humidity at the end of the end of the season it was like 93 percent, and i lost basically all my crops so i kind of didn't enjoy outdoors last this last year and i lost a lot of very valuable plants that were going to produce some amazing medicine and now and then i lost my seeds slightly after that so all those strains i no longer can grow because i don't know where i placed my seeds <laughs> and um i i kind of like indoors but I have like a basic setup because uh, I didn't, I spent a lot of money on it, but I didn't spend as much as I should have. So I didn't get the whole air conditioning setup and whatever to control the climate in the tent. So all I have is the inline fan and a light. So I got to make it work and it's, it's doing pretty good. I honestly like indoors, but the electricity cost is, pretty high in new york so to run my light at 100 percent, i think it's 120 a month for just one light so or like 150 bucks something like that i think it's six seven hundred watts but the buds are pretty nice i'll see if i can get a nice nug i'll put it on the camera They're like pretty, uh, pretty big, pretty dense nugs. Nice. Smells pretty good. So, yeah, I'm definitely doing some nice gardening outside this year. I'm gonna get a bunch of mixed flowers. I want to put a couple exotic flowers in the garden. I also want to grow vegetables, so I'll probably be posting tutorials like how to start your garden outside uh, once I get the seeds and stuff. And whoever follows me, they'll you know just follow my journey, and it's all love. I just want to help people, and it's my biggest mission right now. It's by far the the most rewarding I have found in my uh, my journey, anyways. So 
uh, as we were talking earlier, I was thinking to myself, uh, we definitely kind of share a common dream of uh, trying to get more and more people growing. Uh, It's well, I heard you mention as far like vets and stuff, helping wanting to help with vets come back with PTSD and stuff. I've heard some studies that they actually knew in the 70s uh, yeah. that the power of horticulture had with vets and stuff, and they just kind of like did nothing with it and buried it. And as I've cultivated cannabis myself, I've seen it kind of talked about the power in it. And I think it would be cool, and I've talked a little bit about it myself, uh, running kind of a rehab-type grow, nonprofit, even if it were help, you know what I mean? Something that if it were uh, addict-sensitive, I guess, would say, you know what I mean? Somebody that necessarily couldn't be around it, they could be around help, you know what I mean? And still, but I think it would be a very rewarding adventure. So we kind of share the same dream. I hope, man, I hope it takes off for you. Do you find that more and more vets are being, because we kind of, again, touched about the risk earlier on. Do you find that more and more vets are being more open-minded about cannabis first versus uh, pharmaceutical bullshit? Yeah. Um, I have some friends that are vets, but some of them, their career choices, I guess they can't use marijuana when they got out. So I do air conditioning and heating with one of my buddies, and I just chose to also grow on the side because it's a it's a passion I have. But um, what was I gonna say? I have, I, I there's a lot of I'm going off topic a little, but there's like some people when I was in the military that had drug problems and I wish they would have been able to smoke weed and uh, got dishonorably discharged for smoking weed, which is insane. Uh, I guess one time on leave or something they smoked and I feel like it would help a lot of service members stay away from drugs. I don't know really where my mind is going right now with that, but I just think it should be legal it could help so many people i lost so many people the stupid drugs that sucks on this one sadly i'm there with you a lot of friends family members uh too many, to be honest, to, with pharmaceutical bullshit. That is most definitely my fight in cannabis these days uh, is the, the medical benefits and to get people off of pharmaceutical drugs to replace it with cannabis. Yeah, it, It's tragic that the loop that people can get caught up in. Good-hearted uh, people I'm on never see it coming. I'm on Instagram scrolling through the feed and I see um, an ad and it's uh, get your sub suboxone or whatever mailed to your door. No, no need for a doctor's visit. So it's like very, you know, they're putting this on people scrolling through Instagram to get suboxone. I don't know what really what I think it's like a synthetic heroin 
and they're just putting it on people like oh it's here grab it get it and it's like weed is illegal i don't understand it heals people it, it slows the growth of cancer cells it might even stop it if we worked hard enough to come up with a a plant that had the right cannabinoids but um the big pharma will never be for it because it will stop their flow of money because they're going to cure all these diseases with weed. But the more people we can reach and tell about this beautiful plant, they'll hopefully join with us and love it. You know, even if they don't smoke every day or medicate, you you can use it when you need it. And it's not addictive, I don't think. I just enjoy how it makes me feel. That's another aspect as I look at it too, uh, as far as even the people that, uh, you know, die or sick from ailments, cancers and whatnot, you know, even, even if it's not brought into your life at the point where it could save, you know what I mean? If it can offer a better quality of life throughout the rest of your time. You know what I mean? Isn't that, that in itself worth it? Yeah, like if my grandfather who passed from cancer had been able to maybe medicate with medical marijuana, if it was legal, he might have lived a little longer. I don't know. I was young when it happened, so I didn't really understand the situation, but I'm thinking maybe it could have gave him a second little chance. I don't know. My phone is like dying, and I lo- I lost my charger. I got I got probably like another five ten minutes left on my battery, so hang out for a little bit. I'm enjoying the conversation. It's cool. I never did one of these. So I'm a little I'm camera shy. You know what I'm saying? I'm never on cameras, but it's pretty cool. You're a really nice person. I appreciate you. Well, you're doing very well for your first time. I've heard a lot of people get nervous, but uh, and again, a bunch. Like I said, I'm I'm grateful for all the time I get. This has been a, a fun conversation so far. So I guess since I got ten minutes, I guess I should start going over uh, how things roll with this. Uh, so basically, how things work is. Uh, you do the one-on-one with me, the spotlight, which you've done, chat. So if you're interested in getting more and more into the cannabis community, getting your name out there, meeting great folks, uh, this is how phase two works. Uh, the Zoom link that I sent you earlier on is the same link that I use for what I call the Weed Nerd World. And basically that is open to past guests currently you make 614 so that can be a combination of all the above any one night so any night that there will be a wedding nerd world which there will be tonight uh hopefully uh you will take us up come hang out anytime you want no invitation needed at this point oh he lost him hopefully he watches us but with that being said uh no sound bites no, whatever. 
But big, big ups to uh, Big Nose Genetics for coming and hanging out tonight. I greatly appreciate your time. Greatly appreciate your service. I hope that uh, your uh, cannabis journey turns out the way you hoped it to be. Hope your genetics company wish you much success there. And hopefully your dream of helping others with cannabis all comes to fruition as well. With that being said, uh, sorry for the short one, guys, but I'm glad we got to hang out and kick off the night. I will be back here soon. With that being said, do not forget to do something nice for somebody. Random acts of kindness do save lives. I'm a living, breathing example of that. And uh, I will see you guys here in a little bit in the weed nerd world. You guys, thank you for tuning in.